Welcome to the Hot Ticket Podcast. It is Thursday, August 31st. It is the last day of the month, and we're making a rapid progression into fall, which I'm pretty stoked about. I am too. Pretty stoked about. Roller coasters, haunted houses, hay rides. It's got it all. I'm ready for the it. The fall season's the best season of the year. I've said this to many people numerous amounts of times. Like, tomorrow here, so we're in Dayton, Ohio, tomorrow and Dayton, it's supposed to be a high of 62, and I'm fucking tickled to death because I'm going to sit on my patio with my oh, sweater on. I know what you're about. I know where you're going. What am I going to do? You're going to smoke a I'm cigar. smoke a cigar. I may smoke, too, and maybe light myself a little there fire. There is nothing like a close group of friends sitting around in the fall weather with maybe a jean jacket and some cowboy boots. We're not in Canada. Okay. And the, But you're, like, sitting around, like, a campfire. It, it, even though it's like it's still kind of warm out, but it's got that chill in the oh, air. Oh, it's the chill. It's that it's that night chill. It's and when you, the sun goes and you down. Need chill. That, you need Ooh, that. You need yeah. that fire near you. Oh yeah. And you got that fire mm. going. Oh, tell me more. And you just you get mm. puffing on that that stogie. Mm. And you like telling stories about women. Yeah. In the summer. And you like this is the, these are the moments I'll cherish forever. It's a really, really wonderful time wonderful. of the year. I like, so the other day I was sitting out back and I was smoking a cigar and like, it, it was pretty windy. There was like a storm coming through, but I noticed that the leaves were really starting to fall off the yeah. trees and turning colors. And I was like, God, this is the best time of the year. You could feel the chill in the air too. So that storm came through and I was sitting inside or sorry, outside. Lauren was sitting inside reading a book or something. I don't know. Um, and I felt it drop almost 10 degrees within yeah. like 15 minutes. It's crazy. Like, Some of the trees have already pushed out. Oh yeah. They're, they're on their way. They're like, it's been way too long of the season. <laughs> yeah. We're done. And it has because spring came kind of early yeah, it got it really warm, really fast. And then these, I think the trees are like, we're, we're over it. We got to yeah. shed. We got to shed our legs. I have a feeling this will be a sweet ass fall. I think it's going to be a great fall. Ohio state plays tonight. I know. So, which is badass. So I'm going to have to watch that. I'm going to have to go somewhere to watch it probably. Which is totally fine, uh, but it's totally stoked. Ohio State, yeah, fuck all the other teams. Anybody who's listening to us, you know Ohio State's the best. Just get over it. Ohio right. State, woo! Woo-hoo. We love our college football, mainly because we have nothing else. Because that's about the only winning team we have in the state. Pretty accurate. It's pretty <laughs> accurate. Minus the Cavs. We finally have the Cavs. That's and true. the Indians the are doing pretty good. good. Yeah. Now if Cleveland, you know, the Cleveland Browns can pull something out, it'd be great. Yeah. Um, Chris, I have a question for you. What? What's up? You own your own business, right? Yes. Um, and in your business, do mistakes happen often? You guys, do you guys do stuff to kind of get yourselves into trouble? Yeah, we had to call the ER. Our uh, HR director actually overdosed in our restroom. Oh, that's terrible. So like in situations like that, um, that kind of make their way into the public, what do you guys do? Like who takes the heat for that? Well, uh, because we do own the company, we are actually we have to make a court appearance next month um, to basically verify her employment and incident. Uh, but we're there may be some implications, some financial things that we have to deal with. That sounds awful. What if yeah, I, what if fun. I told you that you guys didn't have to do that? What if I told you you didn't have to take any of the blame? I mean, obviously, if I could void myself of that, I would. Well, let me tell you about the Fall Man Recruiter Company. Mm. Does leadership in your company continue to make mistakes? Have you accidentally added harmful chemicals to your applesauce or poach baby elephants for the ivory tusk to make dentures for your dental business? Mm. Who takes the blame for your company's poor decisions? No longer does your CEO have to be burned at the stake for mismanagement of their business. The Fall Man Recruiter Company will provide a scapegoat for your organization to help insulate your executive team from any wrongdoing. For more information, visit www.wetakethefall.com. You know, that's actually, that would be How good. How cool is that? How cool is that? Because really what I could do is hire someone as a scapegoat and say, well... It wasn't my HR director's fault that nope. she overdosed in the restaurant. It was this other asshole that this you don't know. This guy came in. Yep. And they had lunch. Apparently, they were a couple. And he did some shit to her and left her in the restroom. Yeah, totally his fault. Wasn't her fault. She it, had no idea she was being drugged. It exhausts you guys of all responsibility. I mean, I would so, I mean, I would sign up for it. I'm w- sure. Worth the price of admission. 
Yeah, I'm sure the hourly hourly rate is pretty crazy. It's not fractions of the fractions <laughs> fractions of what you'd consider in lawsuits long term <laughs> fractions. That's fractions. I can see that. So visit again www.wetakethefall.com. Don't be like me and have your HR director overdose in the restrooms. Correct. So this is really cool. This is episode 18. So we're fucking trucking right along. And I actually heard a really interesting statistic the other day on podcasts. I actually made a note to post it. 98% of all podcasts that are started never make it past episode 13. Are you serious? Yeah, we're on 18. Oh, shit. We're on 18. 18 plus the new Corey Shorts podcast. Good thing it's just me, you, and Grandma that listen to these things. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Thanks, Grandma. <laughs> she doesn't know what a podcast is. <laughs> just like, Grandma, you know what a podcast is? A what? Do you know what, what a podcast is? Huh? Grandma, do you want a bowl of cherries? Yes, please. <laughs> that's, that's Grandma. Are we going to play Yuka soon? Because I'm getting lancy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Will you guys play Elvis in there, please? <laughs> yeah, Grandma. Um, so, yeah, episode 18. Super stoked about it. Again, August 31st, end of the month. Crazy end of the month. End of September, which is pretty sweet. We've got a long weekend Dude, coming up, which that, is pretty cool. That's half my age minus five. I don't know what that means. I'm 18 sorry. times two. Oh, minus five. Right, 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 right. You're talking about the episode count, right? You right. do some crazy math that I can't follow. Oh, that's pretty intense. Um, so anyway, uh, first and foremost, before we actually begin with the topics of the episode, uh, quick shout out to the devastation going on in Texas because of Hurricane Harvey fuck that just kind of blown its way through Texas and Alabama and Louisiana. <clears throat> actually, just Texas and Louisiana. I don't even know if yeah. Alabama was touched. That I may not be accurate on that at all. Um, but we just wanted to quickly say there's tons of, and you're going to see them online. You're going to see some th- social media, all these outlets to donate. Yeah. People are going to say, donate here, donate here, donate here. Um, it's just our recommendation to default to the American Red Cross. Um, that's probably the safest bet to donate, just knowing that your money is going to go to actual help um, with a bunch of other donations. And I'm not saying... I'm not saying they're right or wrong or whatever, but you can always count on the American Red Cross as far as making sure yeah. that the money gets to the right places and, and goes to the right resources. So you can visit uh, Red Cross at www.redcross.org, and you'll see on the homepage there's a uh, click tab to donate, um, and then uh, it'll give you the options for donation and, and how to pay it. So um, please visit www.redcross.org. And stop putting all the goddamn pressure on celebrities to pay for this shit. Yeah, it's everywhere, man. It's everywhere. A-Rod and J-Lo. You hypocritical you. sons of bitches. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's annoying. It's annoying to see, but, you know, it is what it is. That's what happens when you're a big celebrity. It's like, how much of this person do you mean? It's like, just who give a fuck? You make your worth. I checked your Wikipedia. You're worth $80 million. I know you got the money to yeah. donate. Yeah. Fucking assholes. You Everyone's only, so goddamn critical. You only donated ten grand. I know you're worth more than that. Yeah, people are just shitty as fuck. They are. Never. And no one ever knows anyone's personal situation either. That's no. what really bothers me. And it's, I'm not saying these people aren't in need. They're absolutely in need. And for people who can and are willing to donate, God bless your soul. Yeah. Some people don't have the ability to, and some people, quite frankly, don't, don't want to. Don't want to. Yeah. They just don't want to. Um, I don't think that makes anybody a horrible person. No. I think that contextually, that's what people kind of no. equate it to, but I don't think that's that. That's, that's the case. not accurate. Like the Joel, Joel Osteen. Osteen. Yeah, that, yeah, that whole thing. The guy fiasco. was probably just scared his fucking church was going to get raided. You saw what happened in New Orleans. He's probably like, Jesus Christ, I got, I have to, I got to conduct service on Sunday. Where you're like the, you're like one of the messengers of the Lord. Like you're supposed to open your doors to everyone. Yeah. He's like, well, I only have church pews. That's <laughs> going to be extremely uncomfortable. Doesn't it say somewhere in the Bible you're supposed to help people? Yeah. It's just called being a good human if you want to. It's but, fucking crazy, man. But the guy does make he makes like, some mad money. Not, the guy makes he makes some mad money. He makes more Lord, than you know he makes saying? more than church money. That's yeah, for damn sure. That's true. God, pass along that collection plate. Here's ten grand. Here's ten grand. Here's ten grand. It's like fuck. 
Yeah, his license plates. He God got custom damn. plates on that fucking Jaguar. I mean, like, I'm totally not Jesus. denying. Totally not denying the guy's probably a huge piece of shit. <laughs> probably could be. Yeah. <laughs> but, but we already know he's a huge piece of shit. Don't expect him to open his goddamn doors I and love, house a bunch of people. I love Bill Burr's take on him. He's like, Joel seems doesn't even open his eyes when he talks about the Lord. He's like, praise Jesus. Yeah, and he, like, he does. He keeps his eyes squinted at like, all times. It's really weird. It's probably because he, he doesn't want to see the Lord's light. He doesn't want to look into <laughs> other people's faces. Yeah. And when he tells him blatant lies. And tells him fucking lies. <laughs> like his whole job on Sunday is like, going to tell more stories and tell more lies. But I'll say, if you believe in the Lord and you believe in Joel Stein, there's nothing wrong with that. No, there's not. Everyone has the right to believe in what they want to believe yeah, exactly. in. Exactly. Totally I'm cool not going to judge you. I mean, I'm going to make fun of it, but I make fun yeah, of it on I both sides. I make fun of everything. Yeah. yeah, I make fun of everything. Yeah. I'm, I don't discriminate when I make fun uh, yeah. of shit. Literally, I yeah. just make I'll make fun of whatever seems to be hilarious at the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, p- people stop complaining. Like, there's other facilities to go to. Like, I saw some guy, the f- Joseph the Mattress King, opened up his entire store for people to sleep and on. sleep on his mattresses. I think I that's forget. a cool fucking Joe. thing. Yeah, that was cool as shit, dude. Yeah. I'd rather stay there than in a church pew. Now he's gonna make a fucking killing. Oh yeah, let people get their insurance dude, money. Yeah, like every sub, every person that was in there is gonna buy a mattress from him. Yeah, with their insurance money. Yeah, that dude's gonna sell out. He's and gonna he knew what he was bank. doing. He knew it was good for business. Yeah. He's not an idiot. No. I like it, though. It's it's super admirable either way. Self, Be selfless to be selfish. That's going to be my new <laughs> motto for everything. Selfless to be selfish. <laughs> That's going to be my new motto I for I love everything. it. That's a great motto. <laughs> That's exactly what happens in these situations. Yeah. I like it. It's, he's a smart business guy, man. Fucking mattress king. Um, anyway, so um, in uh, international news, and you know what? I'm really getting tired of um, there's... How does a dictator like Jim Kong? I mean, he's a short, chubby little Asian dude. Looks like a 12-year-old fat Asian kid, like a little husky sumo wrestler. How he demands and dictates all these things that are going on to the point where the little fucker launched multiple missiles. He launched one over Japan. Like Japan's, their like sirens were going off because he launched a missile over Japan into the sea. Basically, he's bragging and boasting like, here, look how far. I mean, I got this one 2,300 miles now instead of 1,700 or whatever the first yeah. one was before. It's like, you know what, man? At some point, like, when are we just going to say, all right, this guy's got to go. We got to wipe him off the face of the earth, which the United States responded by sending over like five fighter jets and literally bombing like the border of South Korea, North Korea. Now I'm only going to say neutral this. Zone. I'm only saying this for as a point of reference, so don't judge me. But I feel like Kim Jong Un is the Special Olympics, as the United States is to nuclear power. Like you basically got this country. Who's like, we're powerful, we're winning, we got all these nuclear powers. But you realize, it's like, you're not even the big leagues yet. Yeah, not by any means. You won't respect, you're not even in pro yet. Yeah, maybe like (laughs) minor league A. You're like, yeah. Like, now granted, yeah, you got a nuclear weapon. You can do some damage with that. But don't hurt yourself. You ain't the Cincinnati Reds. You're the Cape Cod Crab Team. Right, exactly. Minor league A, bitch. Exactly. With that little dikey haircut. It's like, we won. We did it this year. <laughs> yeah, we, we launched a missile more than 500 feet. Right. Good for you. And I say this, but in all seriousness, it's a pretty critical situation because I, I feel like it just continues to escalate, but people aren't really paying attention to the escalation. Like, to the point where it's like, this could start a next world war if it's not handled diplomatically. So the nervousness that I have is that we responded with force and saying like intimidation more than force by sending multiple fighter jets to bomb the freaking like right in between South Korea and North Korea, right in that like neutral zone area. They just dropped a bunch of fucking bombs and it was like, don't even like that was like the response. Like don't even the problem is, is like that may work. And in some instances it probably would work. But with a guy like Kim Jong-un, he just accepts that as an elevation of the challenge. Like, oh, you're going to do this? Well, let me elevate my game. We talked about this for several podcasts, even stemming back to probably almost like the first one. Yeah, we really did. We've been talking about it for a while. Kim Jong-un, all he wants is respect around the world. Yeah. But his name's Kim. I know. 
It's kind of female. You can't demand yeah. that. You've got a girl's name. Yeah, he's got like that. And you have a dyke uni- haircut. That unisex name and like the 1990s. He like, looks like he dyke reminds haircut. me of Pat from SNL. <laughs> yeah. like, you don't Pat know the sex. <laughs> you don't really you know the sex. You have no idea the gender of Pat. It's like, are those man boobs or legitimate tits? <laughs> <laughs> That's Kim Jong-un. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, he just, he wants the world to believe that he is a powerful leader amongst those who are considered the superpowers in the world. Like yeah. he, he yeah. wants people to respect them. Of course. He doesn't want to feel like the underdog. Of course. The problem is, is if he doesn't watch it, he's going to, he's going to be the underdog. In fact, he's no longer going to exist. Yeah. They're going to blow a missile straight through his anus. And what's going to end up happening, vagina. whether he cares to cares or not, him, along with probably hundreds of people, are going to die to make sure that he is no longer a threat. Yeah. Even if he doesn't want to be a threat. Personally, I don't think he wants to be a threat. I think he just, he just wants some love. He's just egotistical yeah. and he wants, wants people to believe he's powerful. Yeah. Just accept me, guys. But he's trying to bully himself into a position that he's not worthy of having. Yeah, I would agree. That's a very, that's a very, very profound take you have on that. Yeah. That's a very psychological take. Yeah. You should have had a, you should have minored in like psychology. I probably should have, Uh. but I do plan to run for president. Uh, probably like 20, 30 something. (laughs) That'd be weird as shit. Uh, so yeah, Kim John, come on, dude. Fuck off. Like, seriously, stop watching missiles. You're freaking people in Japan out. Like, there's not, you're not going to bomb anybody in Japan. And if you do, like, holy hell, it's just going to, hell is coming down upon you. My thing is, is like, you better accept, you better accept death as an option in this entire scenario. Yeah. You'd be ready to die. Yeah. If you're like, I know this is going to sound, I know it's going to sound kind of like, uh, maybe that I don't know what I'm saying, but if you think about all of the like Islamic terrorists and yeah. the ISIS terrorists and Al Qaeda and Taliban and all that, that we've experienced over what the past 15, 20 years, right? Yeah. All this shit that's gone on. Those guys are already accepting death. Yeah. And not only accepting, but Looking forward to. And except for Dennis Robin and a f- other few fucking celebrities who think you're a cool-ass dude, maybe you are. But the thing is, hell is going to come down upon you, and someone's going to take you out if you keep doing this shit. Like, Did you name Dennis Robin because he keeps going back and forth from, to North Korea? Yeah, because he's like his friend. Yeah, yeah, they're friends. They play basketball together. Yeah. Is that strange? It's a little strange. A guy that's like six, seven, six, eight, playing basketball with a guy who's like five, three. Yeah, it's a little strange. And chubby. <laughs> and he could be a cool ass dude. Oh, I bet Kim Jong Un's cool as shit in but person, one on one. But you can't deny the fact he leads through fear. Yeah, well, look at all the propaganda shit in right. North Korea. It's intense. You lead through fear because he like, doesn't know anything different. His dad did the same thing. Yeah. Honestly, he needs a good therapist. Yeah, and we he got needs, plenty in the he U.S. Needs to, he needs to lay back on a couch and I've just seen, air his grievances. I've seen therapists work really well in the Sopranos. I'm sure if you come here, oh yeah, we got therapists. <laughs> yeah, insert Kim Jong Un into that. You'll come. Then you'll be like best friends with people. You'll come away feeling renewed. You'll probably cut that hair. I live in a mansion in the U.S., like on the Hamptons, yeah. like on the beach. You got the money. You can. You just walking down the street, you're like, hey, Kim. You can have a swank-ass place in the Hamptons. Where are you going, Kim? You can go to the grocery? <laughs> All right. See you at the barbecue later. <laughs> and he's just like, meh, 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 meh. Instead of shooting missiles, he's just got, like, little missile drones that he flies in his backyard. <laughs> little drones with cameras. <laughs> what could have been? <laughs> so weird. Anyway, yeah, so he, he continues to throw it. Like, I have a feeling that it's just going to continue escalating. Because it's kind of like every time he fires a missile and then we do something threatening and then he fires another missile and it's like... I told you to stop, and then he fires another missile, and we're like, well, we're going to drop these bombs. What else is next? Other than dropping bombs on the border, I feel like the only next solution is just dropping bombs on North Korea. Yeah. And saying, okay, this is done. And I think a lot of it is not at risk for the United States, but for protection in South Korea. Mm-hmm. Because South Korea is so close that he could wipe out he could wipe out Seoul. He could wipe out like any one of the larger... Um, 
cities in South Korea pretty easily. Do you know what, though? If you were so gung-ho about domination, the way you dominate in this world is by through political alliance, right? Yeah, and taking you, over territory. You, you team up with someone else to take over someone else, to yeah. take out someone else. Yeah, it's like the show Big Brother. How many alliances, militarily-wise, does he really even have? None. None. I don't think he has any. Economically, he does with China and so Yeah, forth. but China would never back but they North would, Korea over— But China's not going to be stupid enough to militarily get involved. Yeah. It, they're literally by themselves. If he really wanted to take over people, he would create significant alliances. Yeah. This he is just a, have any. This is just a showboat. I feel like it's a fucking showboat. That's all it fucking is. I tend to agree with that. Because if he really wanted to take out South Korea, maybe he felt like he had the balls enough, he would just fucking bomb them without anybody knowing. He would just fucking send the missiles and fucking attack. But no, he's not going to. Why? Yeah. He doesn't want to die. Sure. Yeah, he definitely doesn't want to die. I think the guy's too into himself to die. He doesn't have the support to make a bold move like that. He just wants to be friends with people. He does. Yeah, he's just lonely. He's just fucking lonely. So lonely. So lonely. Like, that's literally his dad. Like, that's that was making fun of his dad. Yeah, it's like, his fucking so life. Lonely. He's living in his dad's puppet. On Pretty some- much. <laughs> on Team America. On Team America, America yeah. It's <laughs> hilarious. Anyway, so speaking of international news, I read an interesting article um, about Indonesian kids and, oh, and their yeah. ridiculous smoking problem. Like cigarettes? Cigarettes. These motherfuckers smoke insane amounts of cigarettes to the point where I think it's 56% of the male population in Indonesia smoke cigarettes. <laughs> and I what? think it's something like 40% of the population under 15 or f- up to 15 years old, like children population smoke cigarettes. 247,000 people a year die in Indonesia from, from cigarette related deaths. It's insane. I would like to know who the manufacturer so, of the cigarettes are. I think it's pretty much anybody and everybody. But the fact of the matter is, is that the re- what prompted this was this article written about this two-year-old who was smoking <laughs> packs of cigarettes a day. Packs. He was Holy two years shit. old. Addicted to cigarettes at the age of two. He's gone through mass amounts of like therapy and like psychological examination to try to actually get him off of cigarettes. But the problem was is like his first roundabout like round of therapy, it was successful to the point where instead of using cigarettes as like his vice, yeah. he started eating food and he fucking got fat as shit. <laughs> <laughs> he blew up. I feel like that's a better alternative so regardless. He had to go through more therapy. It's really crazy, dude. It's like a really bad epidemic over there. And there's no regulation really. I mean, you think about Indonesia, I mean, no offense, but it's like a it's a pretty much a third world country. So there is no policy and regulation over there, like set in stone, like in the United States where you have like limited advertising you have limited availability we have age restrictions and so on it's a lot looser over there so kids at a very young age look at this like a very manly practice and when they see other kids around them they begin to kind of bring that habit onto themselves so i'm not fucking fucking with you guys when i say this quote because this is literally in fucking quote it's a study like this is legitimate yeah oxford cat uh Academic or Oxford Academy has a kind of an article that they're kind of covering this. And this was published in 2006. So I bet it's, it's, way it's only gotten worse. worse. Yeah. Way worse. But quote unquote, this is the belief system for a young, um, even adolescent male in Indonesia. If I don't smoke, I'm not a real man. Yeah, that's true. Puts hair in your peaches. <laughs> and then like... And cancer in your lungs. And tumors on your peaches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's fucking crazy, man. The percentages of, of cigarette use amongst children. You know what? When you're that's an crazy. adult... When you're an adult, you have the autonomy to make your own decisions, right? If you want to give yourself some death sticks, you have the right to do that. These are young children. This kid was two years old. He's a fat little chubby Indonesian kid pounding packs of cigarettes a day yeah. in droves. Back up the dump truck of cigarettes because this little fatty is going through them. 
And apparently there's like peer pressure in their school system. There is. It's the it's the boy it's the boy boy mentality. Yeah. You don't smoke cigarettes, you're a little bitch. Hey man, you smoke them cigarettes? Oh man, you don't smoke your fag, man. You never gonna get chick. You want that pussy? You smoke a cigarette, you never gonna get that pussy. Yeah, two, that's exactly what a two year old needs. Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> even know what a dick is. Listen, boy. It's pretty intense, though. Your life's already short. You need to be fucking and smoking cigarettes by the age of six. Yeah. <laughs> In a related study, Indonesian men don't make it past the age of 23. <laughs> it's, it's crazy, though. Like, if you... And honestly, we talk about it a lot in the United States. Like, the relevance of smoking still. Yeah. Minus the advertisement. Tax increases the cancer related publications that come out. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that tells you the United States not to smoke and the United States smoking is down significantly. When I, I compared it to the Indonesian numbers and I was like, Holy shit, man. Almost 50%. It's way less than that. It's like 17%. Yeah. No, I mean like year over year, it like drops by 50%. Oh yeah. It drops a shit ton. Like, uh, like abusers of cigarettes as far as like children is like it's like i don't want to say it's negligible because i think negligible would mean a percent or less yeah. it's much more than that but it's but dropping man, a lot in comparison to like indonesia and like thailand and some of these other countries it's down so low like yeah our education system blows dick they're, they're literally but ex- we don't let people smoke here <laughs> they're literally experiencing in 2017, what we experienced in the 60s. In the 60s. That's <laughs> like, legitimately it. Almost like no one knew how bad it was right. for you, but it looked cool as it fuck. It looked cool as fuck, man. So we're going to do it. Yeah. Not just like these kids it's are like, just like hey, man, you pounding check, them. Check out that hot ass bitch down at the end of the bar, man. She I mean, got that cigarette. And she's looking good, man. She's looking fucking good. We're saying this as we just pound through cigars I know. all the time. But you know what? I take sauce and knowing there's no chemical fillers. In no that. chemical fillers, and there is no actual inhale caused or from actually doing the... Unless you decide to inhale. Unless you in, decide to inhale. And so, that way you're weird as Which fuck. I'm going to be honest, if you don't throw up, I'm fucking surprised. I know people who do, but it's because they're cigarette smokers. Yeah. And it's just a natural reaction. Like, we were just at that wedding, right? And I helped kind of chaperone... Having all the groomsmen, including us. Yeah, you did a good job, by the way. Tony, actually, when he was over here earlier, made note of, he was like, dude, the cigar thing was, like, real legit. He was like, that was pretty cool. Yeah. I was like, it was. I was like, dude, it was a hats off to Chris, man. He kind of conducted the whole thing. I just sat back and did my thing. Yeah, I mean, they smoked smoked the Jericho Hill. Everybody really liked them, too, according to him. He said they were really good. Yeah. And then, uh, unfortunately, Mark, who wasn't part of the groomsmen, but felt out of place i let him have my i let him have my wise man that i because i ended up taking extra cigars just in case yeah oh, up, i had a shit ton too yeah. anybody could have had anything he ended up smoking my wise man but um, yeah he was a cool dude you know i remember him from fairmont i swear yeah i was like i remember those eyebrows yeah. I know, and i was like i know you're from fairmont i know you didn't graduate with me but i know he yeah. looked super familiar yeah and I I never looked it up afterwards, but I know that's where he went. Yeah, it was a nice little it was a nice little thing. We like it was very cool. before the wedding. We smoked cigars and and we just made sure it was like, listen, for those of you who do smoke cigarettes, don't fucking inhale this shit because yeah. you will get Which sick. Most of them, I mean, half of them. And then we th- then we also told him like, make sure you fucking eat something because yeah. I know you're used to smoking a cigarette on an empty stomach. Tons of fun, but though. the nicotine levels is like. Times five multiplier style here. Yeah, it's not the same c- thing. Cigars. At all. You got to be real careful not to. And and that's just from ingesting out. it through your bloodstream in your mouth. We're not even talking the lungs. Like we're talking yeah. in your fucking mouth or the anus. <laughs> or the anus. Yeah. I mean suppository. Uh, Nicotine it was, suppository. It's fucking nice. Like I love smoking cigars with people. Yeah, it was really cool. And that was that's, and getting like new people into it. And that was a cool. good example of why it's so important for us to still like do the, like the cigar thing. Yeah. It really is. It's like there's there's always things that validate what what we're moving towards, which yeah. is really sweet. Now that, that was that was definitely one of them. I think everybody really enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, which I, brings me actually to to and this is like a so at least it's a side topic, but it's relevant to what we were just talking about. Um, I was out with a buddy on Friday who really you and I had hung out with them. Um, my buddy Josh, we hung out with them my last birthday, so almost mm-hmm. a year ago. Yeah. Um, and you brought that Pedro 1926, which yeah. is an amazing cigar. So Josh kind of got his, he got his dick wet a little bit and like yeah. one of the best of the best. 
but he smoked the cigar and he really enjoyed it. It was really cool. So fast forward almost an entire year, I was sitting with him on Friday and I was with Adam and another uh, coworker of mine and we were just having some drinks and Josh joined us and Adam had an extra brick house cigar and just told Josh, he's like, Hey, do you want this brick house, man? He's like, you want to smoke? And Josh was like, Oh hell yeah. He was like, sure. And Josh smoked and he's like, damn, that was really good. And then on Saturday, he texts me. He goes, dude, like next day, he's like, I'm smoking another cigar, and it's awesome because I really enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, and then we hung out with him again last night. We went to a place in Troy, which was pretty cool. Um, and they have like a little walk-in humidor. Yeah. And he bought two more cigars, and he looked at me. He's like, I'm kind of starting to get into this. You know, he was like, not to the degree that you guys do, which most people don't, but to the point where he's like, he's genuinely interested. He was asking me a bunch of questions. What do you like? Yeah. You know, what would you recommend and so on? And, and I was, you know, it's, it's really cool to see someone like appreciate cigar smoking kind of the same way that we do. Yeah. And, and, and it doesn't have to be the same degree as far as like the historics of it and all that. But just the fact that it's a very social kind of thing to do. Um, it's just like beer drinking, honestly. It's the same thing in my opinion. It's, yeah. it's, it's a social activity that you can do. You can talk to people. You can enjoy it. It's supposed to be enjoyable. Like cigar smoking is not supposed to be like this disgusting, wretched thing. No. And it's not. It is enjoyable. I love smoking cigars. I I'm actually too. jonesing for one like, I know. right now. Yeah. I'm feeling it. So once this podcast is over, <laughs> my <laughs> I know la- what I'm going to be doing. My last post on Instagram was like the six sticks I just like picked up yeah. just for the weekend. I shit you not, people. I literally smoked five of those in two days. Yeah, that's a lot. I haven't smoked that and, much. And I'm like pe- one a day. And some people be like, yeah, I smoke like two a day. But three a day? Almost three a day? Three a day is rough. That's a lot. Yeah, that's rough. That's a lot. Especially if you do them back to back to back, which we've done before. Which we've done. Like, there was a few times where we were doing oh, three a day. Oh, we've done it. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. We're setting the pace. Yeah. We're the we goddamn really were. pace car up front. Pretty much. Yeah, we really were. Yeah, there's like people are having a hard time keeping up. Like I'm one and done. But out of that, like let's keep yeah, going. Out of that entire lineup, I had all I have is the, uh, the aroma de Cuba. Yeah, good cigar. Uh, I think it's called like uh, fuck, what's it called? Estelle or something, something weird like that. But it's their like top stick. Nice. Yeah, I haven't smoked it yet. I thought it was gonna be for the wedding because it's like, oh, this is a celebratory type thing. Maybe I'll sm- I'll keep this, but then it's like I really didn't find a good time to smoke the cigar for the wedding. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I mean, we were outside, but it's yeah. like you're not gonna light up. It wasn't. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, everybody like, it's like sorry, sorry, everybody. <laughs> it's like a big cloud of smoke like hits the groom and the bride's face <laughs> as they're saying their vows. And then I couldn't do it at the reception because I can only stay there for like a bit, little bit of time because we had our guys' night. Yeah, and the, the fight card with uh, you smoked one on guys' night or uh, you smoked. I had I smoked the Paris from Klee. Yeah, I really wish I would have been able to smoke, but I didn't want to leave Dad hanging with really two like, other people. The Klee was fine. I really wanted to try that cigar. But I was, was super hopeful. I, I think given the, the time of when I had it and the foods I ate it before, I didn't think it was that great. Yeah. But I've learned I've learned that with the tabernacle You gotta give it another chance. You gotta give it another chance because it could have been the food that fucked that up for yeah, you. Yeah, it happens, depending on what's going yeah. on in your mouth. If you got fucking cock mouth. Yeah. Or it's just a hodgepodge of think about flavors. It. When we had the tabernacle, what do we eat? Pulled pork sandwiches. Pulled pork. It's really strange. I hated that cigar when I first Guess tried what it. I had before I smoked the Klee? A pulled pork sandwich. His fucking Brian Minshew. Something fucking about fucking pulled pork. pulled pork, man. You gotta stay away from that shit. I think it fucks up cigars. That's really fucking everything up. <laughs> I think it fucks up cigars. What a terrible idea to eat pulled pork before yeah. any cigar smoking. Yeah, so I don't know. I'll give it another try. It, was a, it, it wasn't that expensive. It was like nine bucks. Yeah. Uh, that fight was pretty interesting. I don't want to go too far into the fight because I already released a podcast yeah, on it. Yeah, that's fine. It was, um, it was more than I expected, which I was happy with. Yeah. I thought the results were more than I expected. Yeah. And, that's, and I'm saying that in a positive manner. Outcome-wise, it's everything I expected. Yeah, a lot of people are okay, yeah, from a win perspective, of course. Yeah. I mean, we, Vegas we, bets that way we for called a reason. It. We called it. It's like McGregor has one shot, and that's in the first two rounds. Yeah. If he can't get, if he goes past the first two rounds, it's over. It was just a matter of how fast he was going to yeah. be taken out. Yeah. And he lasted a long time. Yeah, he did. Ten rounds of the best in the world. Yeah. And not even a knockout. Technical knockout. The yeah. ref just called it. Yeah. He wasn't even on the ground. No. I actually, the more I observe it, I, I was more in agreement. I know Conor McGregor, just because he's prideful, was like, you better, I if you're going to knock me yeah. out, you better knock me the fuck out. He said, I better be on the I ground. I better be on the ground. 
so I get from his perspective because he's that kind of human. But when I when I watched it over Dude, and over he could again, barely stand. I was like, it was a smart stoppage by the ref. He I could really, stand. I, I agreed, and that was a good. It was a good ref. The only thing I didn't like what the ref did was at the beginning of the fight. When he was talking about the rules, he was only looking at Connor. I'm like, come on, man. These rules apply to both people. Hey. But You're I, a racist fuck. But I like them hammer punches. Has that, dude, he was like <laughs> smack donkey punching him in the back of the head. And, <laughs> and he got Mayweather, away with it, too. And Mayweather kept fucking doing it anyway like a goddamn weirdo. Well, the reason he did was because those hammer punches don't do shit. Yeah. But it could potentially cost him a disqualification. Right. Yeah. And that's what I think that's the whole thing was he's just like, hey, he'll throw these hammer fists. They're not going to hurt me. He's purposely turning. He's like, he's like, it's not going to hurt me yeah. if I duck. And he's going to keep doing them and he's going to lose. So, like they said, any sort of, I think there was like, if points were taken away, if a point was taken away from not even disqualification, you lost a million dollars or $10 million. Holy shit. It was a lot of money. I think it was $10 million per per like offense. So it was one of those things where it's like Mayweather's just like, yeah, I can't, you know, it doesn't bother me. You know, it's funny. Doing it. You know, what's funny about that whole like hammer fist in the back of the head bullshit. Which don't get me wrong, you get hit in the back of the head. It hurts. It, it would hurts. Hurt. And it would the fuck difference with is, is he doesn't have MMA gloves on. No, he has boxing gloves on. And this was like, even in the first few rounds when he was kind of doing it, they were like. Yeah, I mean they, they were, weren't like they huge weren't like blood. fucking big old. They blows. weren't MMA like no. MMA hammer fist look. Dude, yeah. they look painful as fuck. But what's funny is Mayweather, who did a little bit of bitching about the hammer fist, didn't do it to the dramatic conclusion of the card fight right before it. Remember that fucking dude? Oh, yeah, that, that the bent guy, over. He swung this, the, the guy that was like, at the time, honestly, the guy that ended up losing the fight, I thought was doing good. Yeah, he was. And the guy... But he was never supposed to win. No. And the guy he was facing off with threw, a, a, like, a, I think it was a left. I think it was a left. It was, a, like, a left, basically, Hail Mary. Yeah, and it hooked but, around. But, but it hooked around the back of his head. Yeah. When that happened, the guy who I thought was doing good in the fight decided to treat it like a goddamn soccer game and fucking go down on his knees like it fucked him up royally yeah he embellished that a little bit he embellished it and when he stayed down they literally counted to 10 and this guy thinks he's gonna get the guy in there uh, like on a technicality yeah, he lost the match and he fucking lost the match <laughs> that was such a substandard fight it too. was it was supposed to be a great fight and that uh that dude um i'm gonna separate them by race the black guy with the fuzzy yeah. big shorts was one. a Mayweather fighter. Yeah. So the whole card was Mayweather fighters yeah. because it was his promotion company yeah. that put it on. That guy, Mayweather, had made a statement months before saying he's going to be the next me. After the fight, they asked Mayweather, how do you think this kid did? And he goes, he ain't the next me. He's like, <laughs> it was a terrible fight. <laughs> I was like, oh, damn. Because I thought the other guy was winning for most of the fight. I, I don't think he was winning necessarily. I thought he was holding his own. I don't think he was the winning. Skinnier, the skinnier Mexican yeah. guy, right? Yeah. He like, just, yeah. You just could tell he didn't have the kind of explosiveness that the other dude had. But he literally, He's I more swear technical, to you, but he took a, a, like, a le- a, like a left hook punch yeah. behind the head. It didn't phase him. Which never actually hit him. It's just literally his gloves. He was straight. looking for a disqualification yeah, or a point taken, and he sat on his knees too yeah. damn long. And he basically got counted yeah. out. Yeah, he's fucking counted like out of the fight. And then he stayed on there, and I think of the interview, like his interpreter was I forget what his interpreter was saying, but basically it was like, yeah, he thought like it was like a foul punch or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was that. really stupid. Yeah, it was a shitty excuse for just bowing out of the yeah. fight. I thought it was pretty dumb, but anyway, it was a fun. It was a fun set. I mean, it was a pack. I had a pack full weekend, man. It was crazy. That like, weekend was way full. Lauren was gone, but it was like, dude, it was so full for me. I was like, go, 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 go. We the had entire hockey weekend. in the morning. Yeah, the fight ended. Didn't get home till like after. I think it was like one o'clock. I went to bed at like two something. Yeah, and then it's like wake up for hockey, and you got to play a couple games of hockey on Sunday. I was just drained. I was way drained. I'm oh, glad to have a few weeks then off. Then I had that weird stomach bug. Yeah, that was weird. That had to have been the food. It had to have been the food. I have sure. like, no, I'm not to be like, you know, disgusting or anything, but literally, Shit I, in your I ended up having diarrhea from something. Whew. And it hit me at like three in the morning. Diarrhea. And I was going to the restroom like every 45 minutes, all the way up to when I had to leave for hockey. And I called Corey on the way to hockey, and I'm like, dude, yeah, I have shit a feeling. Your pants. I have a feeling like if I have to get off the. Like the rank or whatever, you're gonna drop one in Just that know that I'm like fucked up, like I'm super dehydrated. I brought like an, a Gatorade bottle and my fucking water trying to keep hydrated because I was crazy. fucked up. 
I was I had cold chills. Like it was fucking crazy. I got chills. They're, <laughs> They're multiplying. Yeah, it was bad. And I'm losing we played good though. We won. Of my bowels. We won thanks to you and John. Yeah, we won. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks to John, he got credit for my goal. So. That's true. Which is okay for me. I don't really give yeah. a shit. Yeah, we did win. We're actually off. I think we're three two and, and one. Three, three and, and one. one. Three and one. Three and one ain't but dang too bad. Ain't mm-hmm. too shabby. It's kind of weird because we're gonna have um, this week's off because of Labor Day. Then we only play the not. I only play novice the next week, and then I'm off because I'll be on vacation in Denver. Yeah. That's a lot of hockey I'm going to miss, which is really sad, but they'll, they'll fare well without me. I'm pretty excited to go to Denver. I need a vacation. I'm only getting better, so hopefully I'll score a goal this soon. You'll score a goal real soon. It won't. It's just a short matter of time, trust me. It took me, a little, it took me I think, like four or five games to score my first one. And then when I was kind of getting the hang of it, I was like, oh, okay, now I know how to do this. I've been practicing my shots, too. That's good. That's good. Trying to get, trying to get them up, get, getting them up pretty high. I can fling them like 10 feet in the air now. Yeah, well, don't do that <laughs> because the net only goes up like four feet. Yeah. So keep them low. I used to do that. I used to fucking rocket those fuckers. And now I don't really have that issue. But yeah. um, anyway, so I thought this was pretty cool and I wanted to talk about it. Um, Burger King's doing a thing tomorrow, uh, September 1st. For anyone's. Well, here's the thing. By the time this airs, it's already going to be passed. It doesn't matter. But I still thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. So September 1st, Burger King is giving away 2,500 free Whoppers for anybody who publicly comes out <laughs> and admits that they got fired from their job, <laughs> which is fucking awesome. And the CEO released a statement saying, like, I just want, he's like, he's like, I'm always thinking of creative things to do for people to get our Whoppers. He's like, he's like, they're flame broiled. He's like, everybody loves the Whopper. He's like, so any kind of like thing we can do. Yeah. Right? So it's like anybody who gets fired 20, I think it's the first 2,500 people, um, that can, that are going to publicly make a <laughs> statement of them getting fired from their job will receive a free Whopper. And the, there's like the first hundred applicants. Um, also they're doing it in conjunction with a program where Burger King will send you to a 30 minute career building seminar, (laughs) (laughs) which is cool as shit. I thought it was fantastic. I'm like, I just thought it was really cool, man. It's like you're like those kind of creative approaches are really sweet. You're like unwrapping your fucking Whopper and there's like an invitation card, (laughs) like a Willy Wonka golden ticket (laughs) to go to like some fucking seminar. (laughs) You're entered in for this seminar. (laughs) I thought it was pretty cool. It's like uh, you see some of those, like everyone does, tries to do like creative promotional stuff. Um, But I feel like in the restaurant industry, specifically fast food, they never fail to be like super creative. They're always doing some like fun shit. You may not like them necessarily. I like a good Whopper personally. That is one of my favorite. Like if I'm going to eat fast food, I'll fucking eat a Whopper. I'm going on a Whopper. Like, Lauren hates them, so we never go to Burger King. But there's times of which is like where I've got drunk eyes, and I'm like, You're like that sounds so good. And I need a Whopper. It's like they're open till eleven. Let's fucking do it, dude. I will, dude. Whoppers. That is like my favorite fast food meal. I think they're they're so delicious. I shit you not. Guess what I ate a week ago. I don't want to know. Three three a triple Whopper. A triple Whopper with a large fry. Jesus Christ. And then I ate Kale's onion rings. You should be fat as fuck. Isn't it crazy? Yeah, that is crazy. I ate a lot. I mean, that's over 2,000 calories. I mean, you're pretty chubby in comparison to me, though. That's true. I am. <laughs> when you said you were, what, what was it, 182? Yeah. I weighed myself like that night, and I was like 154, and I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> On the same scale? On the same scale, this one in the bathroom. Oh, fuck, that means I weigh more. Yeah, I was 154 on that scale. The, and you're only a couple inches taller than me, so I was nah. like, holy shit. It's all, around, dense. it's all around the midsection at this oh, yeah. point. Like, it always is. My legs are getting big, though. Yeah, that's good. From running Can't get those shit. leg muscles. Like, they're getting big. It's good for hockey anyway. But now I'm working out the upper body and doing, like, fucking... High intensity training. Freeletics, not a sponsor, but pretty good if you can spend $70 a year. Yeah, with minimal equipment. That's with, the best part. Literally, it's all body weight training. Yeah. Body weight training, I love. That's my favorite. Actually, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to spend my time in the gym tomorrow. I'm going to do that Charlie Hunnam program. I'm going to see if I can beat that out in about yeah, an hour. Tomorrow's my last day for the week. It's my fourth day. And then I'll just be like, I'll be done for the week. Pussy. 
Well, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's great. I only do four days of lifting, but I do act or I do active rest days, which are cardio days. Yeah. So I still go to the gym and do some sort of activity. Or I'll you do know, like I abs. should do that because my legs are in good shape. I would say honestly, on my off days, if I'm not doing the body weight shit, I should just run. You should. Uh, Lauren, Lauren and I will go to um, we'll go to LA Fitness and we'll do sprints. So she likes sprinting with me now, which is really fun for me because I hate long distance running. I fucking dread long distance running. That's all. But I'm used sprints, to. I will fucking, I will go crazy on sprints. So and it's good for hockey too, like the misdirection sprints that you can do. Yeah, it's like it's perfect. So like, I even honestly, after I sprinted and did some leg workouts last week, went into a hockey game, both the hockey games, and I felt really good. Like other than like a slight quad pull that I had. Or it was a little sore. Like, damn, dude, I was just like, my legs were just on it, man. Get ready. Because I have some new techniques, and I'm hoping to be, like, almost twice as fast on the mm. ring now. Well, you better hurry it the fuck up. I know. I'll, I, don't, I don't think I'm that slow. But I'll I, race you. I don't think I'm that slow, but I, there's some things that I know I was doing wrong yeah. that I plan to correct yeah. in the games. It's just about getting better. On. Yeah. You're getting better. You're definitely, you're by and far way better than most people. I mean, you're already better than... Half the people who have played for like four years. <laughs> so it takes solace in knowing that it's just the development process takes a little while, but you'll yeah. get there. Yeah. It's funny the way. So anyway, uh, Burger King, totally awesome. I've never been fired from a job, so I'm not sure exactly what is I la- can do to get a whopper. Does laid off count, you think? I think laid off counts too, yeah. I mean, I wish they would go back. It's not as, like, cool, though. I wish they could go back to, like, 2010. It's like, yeah, we'll accept shit all the way back to 2010. Yeah, it doesn't. I don't. Did they say a time? I don't know if they actually mention a, a time frame of think which. About, uh, let's think about that. you have Even to though produce, the but, unemployment rate is, like, under 8% now. Yeah, it's a lot lower than it has been. The problem is, is people are accepting really shitty jobs. I know. <laughs> it's, it's very deceptive. You have to imagine that 2500 per location is going to soak up so goddamn Is quick. it 2500 per location? Yeah, oh, I guess it is. I don't know. I would, I, I, would, think I would think it is. I think it's 2500 total. Oh, my God. 25 total? I don't think it's that big of an endeavor. 2500 per location. Some locations don't even sell $2,500. So let's assume it's a double whopper. If I think it's total. If you're not a douchebag, you're getting a double whopper, which is like 450 Yeah. So twenty five hundred by you know times four fifty, yeah. Dude, you could do what? Burger King. You could do so much more than twenty five hundred. Yeah, but you know, you also and there's want way more unemployed than that. Fine, yeah, there's a lot more. <laughs> people don't have money, dude. It's still cool. I like it. I think it's a you good know what's idea. funny. The date makes perfect sense too because you know people lay off people at like integral points of like their pay scale. Or yeah, like their, their pay periods. Yeah. Like, so like, yeah. You, September you 1st, get your money this time. Yeah, September 1st is a good date to start this. Yep. The minimal amount we have to pay someone the next two weeks. Yeah, that's for sure. Kind of yeah. makes me want to have Whopper tonight. I might actually do it. Dude, Whoppers are so good. I can't do it because today is my active rest day. Oh, yeah. Which means like no carbs. That's why I eat that I bought a bunch. Earlier. I bought a bunch of supplements that hopefully we'll have tomorrow. Like fat burning shit. And uh, basically, you just take a pill when you eat. Yeah. And then I bought I've used them. Then I bought some like new cleanser stuff um, to try to burn off all the bloat that I have. You may have like compounding steak and chicken. I, and I really probably do. Like you probably I, have seven pounds of Donato I, I, pizza. I, I, I could in your probably colon. I could probably lose five to seven pounds. Probably this is this. the only thing I'm going to tell you because I've done cleanses before, multiple. You better be five feet away from a toilet for three days straight. I know. If you go anywhere, this you're is fucked. This is a fourteen day cleanse, and it's oh, it, those aren't as harsh. They're they're not as. I harsh. like to do the five day ones that really blow it out. But this these ones like even what what convinced me to do them is the reviews. Like it's like day one, yeah, I didn't notice anything. Day two. Yeah, I went to the restroom more frequently than I typically do. Day three, my day, asshole fell out. Day three, it's like. <laughs> Bring an air freshener because you're not only going to be farting yourself silly, but you're literally going to be shitting stuff that is so toxic, it's yeah. even going to scare you. <laughs> yeah. Like some shit's going to show up black. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be black. Yeah. If you don't have a regular diet, it's like removing tar off like like pavement. Yeah. Like scraping it off. That's what's happening in your colon. Yeah. And it's just going to be a dark, greasy mess. Yeah. I've been there, man. But once you regulate work, your system, they yeah. work really good. 
yeah, the few that I took were a little harsher than I would want them, like to the point where it's like I now I can't even function. Because I now I... thank God that I work from home <laughs> and I'm ten feet away yeah. from my bathroom. Yeah. Because if I were in if I were in an environment like or an office building to which I had to you know sprint fifty feet, it, I would have been in real bad it shape. Been bad, yeah, yeah. I would have sure. So I'm hoping to burn some quick weight, quick like burn out that extra shit quickly. Continue on my body weight training. Yeah, and then take sure. the supplements for fat burning. We'll just increase that burning process. Hopefully. Yeah. And then. Smart. And then hopefully try to fix my diet. My diet's shit, but. Working out yeah, regular triple whoppers yeah. is not good. Regulating works like kind of keeps it under control though. It doesn't make yeah. it like it you'd be too surprised crazy. though if you just monitor your diet a little bit more. You you have the kind of genetics to where you could get like you are not built. I I'm built like dad. <laughs> I'm at a severe disadvantage. It's a handicap kid <laughs> running in a full sprint race. Like, against Usain Bolt. <laughs> I stand no chance. I have to work so hard at what I do just from a physical composition perspective, but you're built like mom's side of the family. So if you just regulated your diet a little bit, and if you went into the weight room, like to the, like to the extent that I do, you would instantly shred up like instantly. It would take you like four weeks time and you'd be a completely different person, but triple whoppers ain't going to get you. It's <laughs> no, not going to get you there, but they're, but they're, you know, they're 42 grams of protein and, and 700 grams of carbs and they're a hundred <laughs> They're 100 milligrams of oil. Yeah. Well, yeah, it would be probably over 100 grams. carbs. Yeah, yeah grams 100 of grams of carbs probably. And I would say and like probably 20 grams of sugar. <laughs> probably 50 grams of fat. Right. You're getting like the worst of everything. <laughs> and who knows if the protein's even protein. I don't I know. even know if those are fresh. No. I know they're charbroiled. That's like their thing. But it doesn't mean it's fresh meat. No. So. Because there's, there's a bunch of fat in that. You're just rolling anyway. the dice when you order a Whopper. Yeah. Like, I'm only going to order a Whopper when alcohol is clouding my judgment. Yeah. Like, so on Friday, I hung out and drank a while with some friends. And then next thing I know, I was like, holy fuck, it's like 930. I was like, I'm really hungry. And I ate while I was there. I actually ate a burger. It was really good. It had bacon jam on it. Bacon jam? It was so good. The salty and sweetness? It, oh, god damn, dude. It was one of the best burgers I've had in a long time. So anyway... Then there's a Raising Cane's. For anybody who's not in Ohio, you don't know what I'm talking about. Anyone who's in Ohio, at least Central Ohio, you know, it. You know that Cane's You've is the it. shit. So the I went to Cane's, and I went and got oh. chicken, and, dude, it was so good. But, like, I was, I was intoxicated, so my judgment went out the window. Usually I would never make those decisions. Yeah, but my judgment just com- what, was completely. What dipping clouded. sauce did you go with? Did you go with the gravy? I got I got the cane sauce. Yeah, the right gravy. Yeah, gravyish ranch. Yeah, it's delicious stuff. Yeah, I always get the cane sauce, and but I don't use a lot of it. I just use a tiny bit of it per bite. Like I don't I don't drench it in anything. You know, honestly, I mean, fried food wise, if I had to pick between like raising canes and like Popeyes as well as KFC, I'd probably pick canes. Canes is the best. Definitely. The, the, the chicken it's is actually fucking crazy much good. more healthy for you too. Look at the nutritional facts yeah. on their chicken alone. Forget the fries, forget the bread. Yeah. Look at the nutritional fact on their chicken. It's by far, it's a hundred times it's better so, than the other It's so yet. much better than all those other fast oh, yeah, food it's joints. way better. It's not as like greasy either, which is what yeah. I like about it. Anyway, we just got off on a huge <laughs> Um. Anyway, so this is uh, episode 18. We're chugging along. We're approaching 20. I feel like 20 is going to be an anniversary episode. How? Hold on. 20 what should we do? 20 is in two weeks from now. Am I going to be here in two weeks? I don't know that I'm actually going to be here in two weeks. What's today? So what's next Thursday? Tell me the date. I will be. I leave that Friday. Oh, okay. So that next day, of the fifth, so to be the 14th will be two weeks from now. Um. And I have a vacation day that Friday because I'm leaving for Denver. So our 20th episode, it'll be... You should make it a weed weed and drinks what episode. I could. I'm going to get high as fuck in Denver. In Denver. Yeah, yeah. Lauren and I already talked about it. Like, we have everything planned out as far as, like, our whole trip is planned out with, like, the coolest shit. Like, yeah. I, told, I was like, here's where I want to go. She's like, this is where I want to go. And I was like, we got to set a day aside. You going to that lounge again? So I'm going to the Russian Vodka Bar. Oh, yeah. That's the number one place that I'm going that to. Yeah. Um, that's, like... We won't, we won't, I don't think we'll be doing anything the first night because we get in kind of late. We actually won't probably get to our hotel until like 11. Yeah. But Saturday, 
Saturday, we'll be probably going to some breweries downtown because we have, I'm going to go see Tom Segura on that Saturday, the 16th. Yeah. And he's filming, awesome. he's filming his fucking Netflix special. Hell yeah. The time. So it was funny because we were sitting out at dinner last night and my buddy Josh was like, <laughs> he was like, you should do something to where we can hear you in the special. And oh, I was shit. like, I got to do some sort of laugh. <laughs> like, I, I Or like say something. So like. During the Netflix special, like, I'll be that? in it. I forget. Lauren ordered them, so oh, I think it's pretty good though. Like we we splurged. Like we we paid some good money to be. Usually they put those, those cameras about fifteen rows back. I honestly don't care about being on there. I want to be heard. Yeah, I just want to be like no. Nah! <laughs> you can just hear me in the background, like that's me. <laughs> but I'm really stoked. So we're gonna see Tom Segura. We're we're still thinking about trying to get tickets to. That Sunday, um, the Broncos play the Dallas Cowboys. That'd be a fun-ass game to go It'd to. It'd be a fucking killer game. The problem was the last time we checked for tickets, it was at the very top. And I don't know if you've ever seen like the Denver Stadium on TV. You're already a mile up. Yeah. Then you go way higher. And th- that stadium is more high than it yeah. is wide. It was $350 a ticket. And I was like, I just like, I can do it. I just don't want to stomach it's that. It's at no expense of Dallas, but it's definitely because it's the Broncos. It's the Bron- it's Broncos yeah. and Dallas, and it's the first game. Yeah. It's like that. That's kind of what you get. Yeah. I, I want to go, and if we can find, she, her and I were talking about, like, let's just walk the streets and see if we can just get something off of a scalper. And if it's decent price, let's just go to the game. What What's the, uh, there's a legal, there's a legal ramification. There's like a legal thing you have to do if you're, if you're selling tickets, it's like if you're a scalper, you under a certain amount of percent or something. Yeah, like that. you're you can only make up to so much if you're yeah. scalping tickets. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a law. So yeah, I mean, it's not like you're gonna get had necessarily, but I mean, if we don't, like, I still think it'd be cool to hang out at a bar down there and like watch the oh, game because yeah. you're still close. Like, I've seen the stadium, I've never been in it, but um, I've been to the Rocky Stadium. I've seen a Rockies game there. That was pretty cool. Every time I've been in Denver, and it's always been for business, and I've never actually got to partake in the kind of the city life. But every time I'm there, dude, weather-wise, it's fucking amazing. Oh, dude. And I'm going to be there in the middle of September. Dude, it's going to be so nice. The only time I've been to Denver, this will be my sixth time in Denver. The only time I've ever gone is in September, and the weather is fucking phenomenal. Yeah. You, like, maybe need a light jacket at night, but during the day it's 75 and, like, sunny. Dude, it's, like, you can amazing. Go, you can go and see and do everything. It's a bit windy here and there. Oh, but, dude, I don't even but mind But it's it. fucking awesome. It's so gorgeous. Like, there is not... And we're going to go to Boulder. We're going to stay a few nights in Boulder. We're going to hike in Estes Park. So, like, we have an entire week to do whatever yeah. we want. We're going to see some of her friends and hang out with them because she's got a few friends that live out there. So, it's going to be, like, a packed, fun-filled week where I don't have to worry about work and all that bullshit. Yeah. So... All the money I've been saving back, I feel like I need to just do a vacation. It's really not that expensive. Like, our flights are super cheap. I paid all my hotels are paid for by Marriott points that I accrue for work. So, like, literally, whatever we're doing in a... Like, the rental car cost me money. The rental car cost me $300 for an entire week. Yeah. That's, like... That and flights. The flights were $200 a piece. So, I'm I'm out $500 so far. But I'll spend a fuck ton when I get there because it's it's kind of personal. $35 a day? Ish. It's like forty bucks a day for the yeah. car. Yeah, it was it was super cheap. It was just That's over three hundred dollars. You get like a full sedan. I was a full size car, and because I'm a Hertz Gold Reward member, I get a free upgrade when I get there. So I'm gonna try to get a truck, just because we're gonna go in the mountains a little bit. Yeah, if I can upgrade to a truck, we'll see. If not, I'm not too worried about it. But either way, it'll be fun. Eventually, when we get settled in, I feel like me and you need a bro vacation. Just when's me the last? And you? When's the last time we've actually had a vacation? Vegas. And that was it. Yeah. And that was, was like a couple days. five years ago. Yeah. It was a while ago. Yeah. Bro vacations would be super fun. It's getting, it's just the, t- the commitment. I know. That's the hard part. Yeah, it is. I'd be down for anything, dude. I'm, I'll go anywhere at any time. Yeah. Like I've, I've scheduled, I've got my fishing trip coming up in November too, or. Yeah. I know you're going to Florida. I'm super stoked for that. Yeah. Yeah. Got a condo for free. Just got to pay for the guide and food. That's it. Fuck you. I got the hookup, man. Fuck you. Get out of here. You got the hookup. I'm not doing this podcast anymore. Well, that's good because we're approaching an hour, so <laughs> that's fantastic. Um, as always, we greatly appreciate everybody listening to the podcast. You can obviously find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and you can find us on Podomatic as well. Um, if you want to get a hold of us, you can get a hold of me on Instagram at 
the hot ticket pod. No underscores. Underscores have been removed. You're welcome. You can get a hold of Chris at Big Six Chris. You can also get a hold of me on Twitter, which I'm trying to kind of reactivate, and that's the hot ticket PC is my handle on Twitter. Um, and uh, again, as always, please subscribe, rate, and review. We greatly appreciate it. It definitely helps us if you do so. And uh, until next Thursday, uh, we'll see you later. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye.